We're really wanting this to be the place where it's not so much institutionalized. It's just a place where they can really thrive in a really safe and comfortable environment. I'm Phil Hatterman, and you're listening to Dog Words, presented by Rosie Fund. Today on Dog Words, Director of Community Engagement Courtney Gabauer and student Matthew Horn share the wonderful story of inclusion connections and how PAWS abilities provide skills training and job placement for people with disabilities in Kansas City. If you're new to Dog Words, in each episode we explore the world of dog care and companionship. We Save Each Other is the motto of Rosie Fund, which simply means the more we do for dogs, the more they do for us, and they already do a lot. You can support Rosie Fund by making a donation on our website or Facebook page. You can also contribute by making a purchase from the store on our website, buying a t-shirt at bonfire.com, or buying our note cards featuring Rosie and Peaches and our shirts on barkyours.com. Links are in the description. Your donations and purchases help fund the Rosie Life Starter Kits that make sure these senior and harder-to-adopt dogs have some of the items they'll need in their forever home. Any donation amount is greatly appreciated, but here are some popular levels. $30 provides a collar and leash for a Rosie Life Starter Kit dog, and $100 covers their entire kit. You can also support Rosie Fund by downloading, subscribing, rating, and most importantly, sharing dog words. Follow us on social media, even if you aren't looking for a dog. Watching and sharing the videos helps our channel gain exposure, bringing awareness to our cause and giving shelter dogs much-needed attention. Our free Rosie Fund YouTube channel offers great videos of Rosie, Peaches, Vinny, new Rosie Fund ambassador Magnolia Hope, Maggie, and shelter dogs looking for their forever home. We welcome your comments, questions, and suggestions, especially if you have an idea for a topic or guest. Go to the podcast page at rosiefund.org to share your thoughts. The mission of Rosie Fund is to provide humans with the resources and education they need to give senior and harder to adopt dogs a better life. We thank you for joining our mission. Today on Dog Words, we are joined by Courtney Gabauer, Director of Community Engagement, and student Matthew Horn from Inclusion Connections. Courtney, Matthew, welcome to Dog Words. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Inclusion Connections has a program called Pause Abilities, P-A-W-S Abilities. Courtney, tell us about that program. Our Possibilities program actually began in 2015 as part of a job training program for our students here. So what our students do, they're here Monday through Friday, 9 to 3. They make uh, dog toys, dog treats, bandanas, and all really work together for the common goal of getting employed into our community. So once they learn those skills, um, you know, your soft skills, hard skills, we actually have a job trainer that will find a job that fits their traits and we get them employed. Matthew, how long have you been working with Pausabilities? About 10 years. 10 years. What uh, tasks are you working on right now with Pausabilities? Sometimes I do some sewing. Sewing? What else do you do? Make dog trees and frosting. Frosting the trees? Yeah. Yeah. What do you like doing the most? I kind of like all of them. All of them. <laughs> well, then you're a good person to have on the team to have somebody who enjoys doing all of it. So, Courtney, how much 
do the students do from concept of a product to development to uh, manufacture, distribution, everything? What are their roles? They truly are in the process from start to finish. Our students will actually, you know, create the dough, put it through a sheeter where it gets flattened out. They cut out the treats. Then they actually bake them with, of course, assistance from our kitchen manager. Then once the treats are baked, we let them cool for about a day or two. Their students will come. They'll start frosting the treats. Then they start decorating the treats. We do ship nationwide. So then once the products are complete, we actually package them. They will skew all the products and make sure all the tags are on them correctly. And then we we uh, go out to different markets around the area and then again ship uh, nationwide as well. So you're in some local stores and I will link to all of your websites for inclusion connections and possibilities. Can people find the outlets there? And yes, can they order so, online? Uh, Absolutely. So the website pausekc.org, you can find all of our products from our um, handcrafted treats to our toys. We have some holiday specials going on as well. And then also, of course, our famous uh, bandanas, which Matthew loves sewing those. So those are Mm -hmm. those are his favorites. (laughs) Those are skills that are transferable to a a variety of of employers. Do you train students who then are just going out on a job search or do employers come to you knowing you have these skill sets already? Honestly, it's both ways. So part of being in community engagement, a big part of my job is going out and of course, networking with local businesses. Of course, you know, we are a nonprofit. So fundraising is very important to keep, you know, our programs going. But uh, when I'm out talking to individuals, I do always ask them, do you have um, any type of DEI strategy in your workplace? So where you could hire some of our students and that will get the conversation going. Um, Our students do, we, we like to get them classified or we mark them off on their different skills and how successful they are. That in terms of, we have some students that are really great at customer service. Then we have some students that are really great with more of the hard skill sets and the artwork and things like that. And so we have a job coach on site and her main role is to get the best fit for our students at the various businesses in the area. Matthew, have you seen any of the products you make when you've been out in the community? Have you gone into a store and seen something and thought, hey, I probably made that? Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of stores that you see your products at, right? Yes. A lot of the farmer's markets. Yes. Yes. And other retailers. Yes. Uh, sweet tea. Sweet tea's coffee shop. Yes. So Matthew is really gifted in the terms. He's actually the only one that can sew our fire hose toys. So the fire department donates the fire hose to us. And then Matthew stuffs them with squeakers and we make dog toys out of them. And he is the only one that can do that. So it's pretty special. Have you gotten to witness any dogs playing with your toys, Matthew? Yes, they have. They seem to appreciate that a lot. They enjoy your work. Yes. (laughs) That has to be such a feeling of satisfaction to see not just the product you make go out the door and know that's a good day's work, but to see it getting used and appreciated. Yes, absolutely. Well, and Matthew loves dogs. 
I feel like he was kind of the vision behind possibilities. Matthew is the executive director's son. And so he really is the vision behind everything that's going on here at Inclusion Connections, which is really neat. Yes, I was going to ask, what was the sort of impetus for creating this specific job program? Because there's lots of experiential schools that have job training, but to choose pet treats and pet toys as the product. How did that come about? Well, unfortunately, when you turn 21, a lot of adults with intellectual disabilities really lose access to everything once they graduate high school. So that's where Inclusion Connections started. We started with art classes, theater classes, and then we were like, well, they need to have a job. They need to make money. They need to live independently and thrive. And so Matthew loved dogs, and he was like, let's make dog toys and dog treats. Is that kind of how it happened? Yeah. Yeah. So it's just one of those things that it really just took off. People love the fact that the treats are all made. We call it special ingredient is love. Um, They're all made by our students that we serve on a daily basis. You mentioned the other learning and training that happened. So it's not just you have a warehouse full of people cranking out dog treats and sewing, (laughs) sewing dog toys and bandanas. It's a whole range of, of curricula. Can you describe that in a little more detail? What is the program? Correct. So what's really neat, our students come in at nine in the morning. They have an agenda for the day where they'll be in different stations throughout the day. Of course, there's some students that prefer decorating over sewing bandanas. So we do, you know, let them do that. But then we also want to challenge them to learn different skills as well. So we really want the students to learn all the different aspects of it when it comes to the actual baking or the production and the packaging. So our students will come in and they switch different rotations throughout the day. Uh, They also get, of course, many breaks. They get to go to the gym. They get to go to lunch. And then they get picked up at three o'clock and then we just do it all again the next day. But it's really great because they're not just having to do one task the entire time. It's truly an interactive workspace full of social hour, (laughs) full of socializing. They're with their friends and they're building these amazing products. And that makes the work go faster, getting to do it with your friends. Matthew, do you have a lot of friends who work with you on uh, on the products that you make? Yes. One is Sam Sabatier. Sam Sharpentier. Yeah, he does some pull toys. He does the pull toys, yeah. And And you guys are best buds, aren't you? Yes. Yes. (laughs) Well, that always makes work a lot more fun. And the program, you said, once someone is 21, they're kind of out of the system, so to speak, Right. At what age do they sort of age out with you? Right. So the great thing about what we're doing is we actually are developing Belong KC. This is our newest initiative. It's independent living. So, you know, we've gotten to the point where we're getting their community back. We're getting their friends back by Inclusion Connections. We're getting them the job training so that they can go get jobs out in the local community. And then our, our really our 
end goal is belong KC, which will house 44 of our students for independent living, but we'll have our possibility shop down below. It'll have multi-retail rooftop terraces. I mean, this is the place where they're really wanting to live and thrive. We'll have a gym on campus. And so it's really just a integrated environment for them to be able to work, live and play. When you say multi-retail, is that retail that's available for the residents or is that an outfacing program that they are staffing for the community? Staffing for the community, uh, we will have possibilities on the main level, of course, where our store is, our storefront, but then we have uh, talked about having a coffee shop so where they can go and the students can go and gather. We've talked about um, an ice cream parlor. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> that got your attention, Matthew. Matthew, do you like ice cream? Yes. What's your favorite? Vanilla. Vanilla. Yeah. So we're uh, we're really wanting this to be the place where it's not so much institutionalized. It's just a place where they can really thrive in a really safe and comfortable environment. So just to be clear, would your students be staffing any of those retail? Yes. So the the yeah. coffee shop, ice cream parlor, yeah. and of course the the possibilities. Would be Correct. staffed by them. Yes, well, that, and we do have a lot of exciting. students that are already working at the coffee shop, which is next door to us. And so we'll probably, um, she's been a really sweet teas coffee shop and Aletha has been a really great supporter of ours. So we intend that our students will work in these retail shops below, but then also we will have a transportation hub to where drivers can take them to the different workplaces in the community as well. I mentioned earlier that uh, they're learning transferable skills. These are desirable skills that an employer would want. And obviously, if it's a uh, a sewing job or a someplace that makes dog treats, it's like, well, that's a easy fit. That's a one to one, apples to apples. Are there any employment opportunities that you've been surprised by? That well, I didn't think that would be a fit, but Boy, that sure worked out for that that graduate. Yeah, for sure. Uh, we have students that work at Old Navy, FedEx, Dogtopia, Olive Garden. We've even had companies that are interested in having our students work in almost a file line and doing measurements with chemicals, which is really, really neat, measuring out things. So what they're doing is when they're packaging our products, they're weighing all the dog treats, making sure that they're getting the correct amount of ounces in the packaging. There's just a lot of skills that are transferable to the workforce. Um, a huge thing too is just staying on task. When they're here at Possibilities, they're learning to stay on task, but still be social, You know, listen, but then also make quality products as well. They can learn anything that they set their mind to. So really anything is, we can we can go anywhere, which is awesome. Often the hardest job to get is your first job. Yeah. Because so many jobs want to see your resume. What's your work experience? What have you proven you can do? And you mentioned that you have that list you come up with for all of your students who have demonstrated the different tasks and work experience that they have. So just the fact that they can have this resume is 
Correct. It's so wonderful. Wonderful. Yes. Yes. And maybe not necessarily, you know, sometimes we don't necessarily have a resume, but what we do have is uh, what they're certified on. So Mm -hmm. we'll bring what they've been certified on through the possibilities program. And a lot of those skills that they're learning are transferable to the workplace, which is super, super neat. And just the fact that it validates that this is an employee who can learn. And not necessarily a specific skill because I have been an employer, a supervisor, a manager in countless hiring committees. And oftentimes I'm less concerned about what specifically you have done than I am about have you demonstrated you can learn a new task? Can you follow instructions? Can you learn what we need you to learn. Because if you are a hard worker and if you can stick to the task, then we can teach you what we need you to do. Absolutely. And that's what our the employers of our students say is that you will never find someone more loyal, more honest, more hardworking than our students. We just want them all to have a chance. And if someone's willing to give our students a chance, they will succeed and employers and our students will be so happy. We have one student who has worked at Hen House for 18 years and it's incredible. Everyone loves her. <laughs> of course. So you're not going yes. to stick around for 18 years if you're not uh, well liked. They'll find a way to get you out the door. So clearly right. uh, you have something that works. And one of the criticisms of our modern educational system is that there is so much theoretical teaching in the classroom. It's learning theory or it's just memorizing things. And there's not a lot of experiential learning and, and real problem solving. And your students are getting that on a daily basis because obviously they encounter difficulties. The production line doesn't always run smoothly. Correct. And they're just like all of us. We don't always get along with our coworkers all the time. Sometimes we have, you know, little disagreements, but we are working through those. We work through those and um, we all have the same goal in mind and we all want to be successful. And we teach that to them, how important that is as well. I think a lot of people need to learn that. So I'm glad I'm glad somebody's teaching that and somebody's learning that, even if it's on this small scale. So you mentioned the coffee shop and the uh, ice cream parlor that may be coming. Are there other skill sets or endeavors that are on the horizon that you're looking to add? Well, um, at Belong KC, as I said, I think there's only going to be, we only have really three spots for retail. So we're pretty much going to be full with that. But one thing that's When we do move, that means that we will have an increase in staff, an increase in maybe office projects that are going to, you know, need to be helped with. So our students are going to be learning, you know, paper shredding, maybe alphabetizing files. We have a student here that's super, super good with numbers. He's like a a calculator. You could ask him anything. And I think with this building and how much we will grow, there's going to also be more opportunity other than just in possibilities, which is really neat. So with it being a residence, will there be like physical plant maintenance, custodial? 
Housekeeping. Correct. Yeah. These are all, yeah, these are all options that I think will be available. And of course we would serve our students that are interested in that more than hiring, you know, someone, an outside company mm-hmm. or anything. Surprisingly, our students actually like love mopping. Like it's one of their favorite things mm-hmm. to do. They love seeing something that, you know, maybe dirty and they want to, they clean it up. It's like a immediate sense of satisfaction. So that I could definitely see some of our students wanting to do that. Absolutely. And I wouldn't be surprised if a landscaping company wouldn't love to partner with you that we will do your landscaping for this residential facility and we will use your residents who are interested in learning that skill. Correct. Yes. Options are definitely limitless. You were even talking, you know, having a a cafeteria food service. That's going to, we're going to need our students to help with that. There's going to be a lot of, a lot of opportunities for them for sure. Oh, this is very exciting. Not just to hear about the success you've had so far, but that you're looking at expanding and offering more for your students who will be residents. Will you still have non-resident participants in the program or will it all yes. be residents? Nope. We will still have a non-residents. So that's where our you know inclusion connections comes along again, night classes, which are theater, art, we have girl power class. We have cup stacking class. What other classes do we have, Matthew? Theater. Theater. That's his favorite, as you can tell. He loves theater. <laughs> we did a Beauty and the Beast uh, yes. a few months ago. It was pretty well, awesome. Were you in Beauty and the Beast or were you? Uh, yes, I was saying Beauty and the Beast. What was your role? Guest on. Guest on. Guest on. I, I should have guessed. <laughs> And were you familiar with Beauty and the Beast before you were in the play? Had you already seen the movie? Yeah, I have seen it. I have seen it anime one. You saw it where? Anime. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. So have you seen both the cartoon and the live action Beauty and the Beast? Well, I haven't seen the live action. Well, I did watch it before. We'll have to watch that. The cartoon is better than the live action. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Watch the cartoon. The cartoon is outstanding. And possibly not as outstanding as your production. I'm sorry I missed that. So I'll have to watch for the next time. Are those public? Or were those just they, for yeah. their family and staff? It's public. We we sold out. Um, <laughs> the community came out. Of course, you know, parents, staff, we all were in, were in attendance. One thing that's really neat, we have a, a big gala that we hold once a year and we sell out before we can even promote it to the public. We have a very good following. I mean, there's it's like what's not to love. The students are amazing. We do a big fashion show. It's an absolute blast. What would be the best way for someone to stay up to date on those upcoming events? You can subscribe to our email list at Inclusion Connections. That'll give you kind of all of our up-to-date. It also shows you, you know, if if there is someone in the community that's looking for resources for their children, if they have special needs, uh, we can talk about all of our different camps that we have going on, all of our parties, talking about, you know, the how to get enrolled in the Possibilities program. So our website has a lot of information, uh, the ICKC.org. Are the camps and parties for people who aren't part of the regular student body? Yes. So it's your students and anyone else who would like to participate. Yes, that's correct. So we serve uh, about over 250 different students a year. 
but our possibilities program only has about 50 throughout the week, just different people that will come. So we are serving not only, you know, the, the smaller with the possibilities, but our, our classes are a huge hit within the community. To be in the nine to three possibilities program probably works out best if you're fairly local in the right. uh, greater Kansas City area, if not Olathe. But for the camps and other activities, someone who's willing to make the trek from a little further out, the outlying areas that don't have the same sort of programs that you have, this would be a great opportunity for them to participate and get uh, some interaction that they perhaps don't get in their outlying community. Absolutely, for sure. Well, I encourage everyone to check out the websites that are going to be linked in the description with Inclusion Connections and Possibilities and Belong KC and get your dog treats, your dog toys, and uh, find out when they're going to have their next production. Do you know what the next production is going to be? What's our next theater production, Matt? Oh. Is it, it's not Little Mermaid, is it? Or no, it's Grease. Yeah, Grease. Grease. It's Grease, yes. You guys like musicals? Is it typically a musical? Oh, yes. Do you know what part you're playing yet? Yes, my part is Roger. Roger? Who's Roger? The, the prankster. Oh, the prankster. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm, I'm going through. It's like I'm trying to picture the different, uh, you know, John DeVolta and Jeff Conway yeah. and the different actors. It's like, who's Roger? Okay. So we'll look of forward to. Of course, the to, prankster. Yes, that fits. That's on brand for you, Matthew. So we'll look forward to seeing mm-hmm. Matthew as Roger in Greece and uh, all the other ways that people can uh, support what is, I think, just an amazing local not-for-profit. So it's great to make donations and you get your uh, letter for uh, your filing your taxes, but I think it's even better to support it with getting dog treats or a bandana and someone says, oh, where'd you get the dog treats? Or that's a cool dog toy and you can tell them about this wonderful program. So support possibilities with your pocketbook and uh i would say catch a show but you're gonna have to stand in line or get it on the secondary ticket market <laughs> yeah we'll get it on Ticketmaster. there you go on Ticketmaster. <laughs> forget ticket you got to go on StubHub. it's the secondary yeah. market it's Ticketmaster is sold out so right. thank you so much for being a wonderful part of our community courtney and matthew and of course thank you so much for joining us on dog words Thank you so much for having us. We really appreciate it. Say thank you. Thank you. (laughs) I'm Phil Hatterman, and you've been listening to Dog Words, presented by Rosie Fund. Thank you to Director of Community Engagement, Courtney Gaybauer, and student Matthew Horn for joining us today. Links to learn more about everything we discussed are in the description. A big thank you to alternative string duo The Wires, featuring cellist Sasha Groshong and violinist Laurel Morgan Parks, for playing the wonderful music you've heard on today's and previous episodes of Dog Words. Supporting The Wires supports our mission. Learn more about The Wires, including their concert schedule, at thewires.info, and download their music on iTunes. Check out fiddlelife.com and learn to play fiddle and cello fiddle online from Laurel and Sasha, even if you've never played before. Go to rosyfun.org to shop and get links to our social media. 
As always, please download, follow, rate, and share dog words. This helps us with sponsorships, then Rosie Fund can help more dogs. Send us your comments, questions, and suggestions via the contact form at rosiefund.org, and let us know if you would like to be a sponsor or a guest of the Dog Words podcast. Thank you for listening to Dog Words, and remember, we save each other.